We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week 12, DraftKings picks for the main slate play in the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Listeners League. There's 500 spots remaining. Only 2,000 this week because we ran the Thanksgiving Day one, which was looking real good for a while until all the points were scored in the late game. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Still a good Thanksgiving Day from a profit margin with 3-0 in the spread picks, Tambo. That's always good. Always leads to a profitable day, although I donked off, like, I don't know, 25% of it betting like randos for first touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I was there with you. It was a great day. We, you know, Saquon Barkley, where are those checkdowns at? Three to start the game and then nowhere to be found after that. Well, so. when you got to mix in Breda and Brightwell, you know, it's, yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, Brightwell was definitely getting his work, at least for my hedge. I just wanted, I got the over on receptions. I wanted the yards and it was Brightwell that picked them up at the end. So perfect. Un- unfortunate there. Yeah, perfect. Exactly. So there's 500 spots remaining in the DraftKings Listeners League. Highly recommend that everyone go play that. If you want an optimizer, you want the prop tools, you want everything, go to runthesims.com slash mayo. Get yourself the 10% off. There's a month and a, two months worth of football left so you might as well get in on the deal and get yourself the 10% off get yourself that for a black friday gift to yourself run the sims.com or early christmas gift 
Who knows? Smash the like and sub to the channel while you're here as well. And runpuresports.com. I saw they were running a big promo. Big promo. Biggest of the year. If you've been waiting to get in, I get the DMs all the time. Can I get a code? Can I get a code? We have a Here's really a good code. code. Here's a code. Turkey 50. 50% off any monthly plan of your choice, including with the optimizer, whatever you want to do. But use turkey50, runpuresports.com. Uh, if anyone missed, I know it's probably, well, I, I wouldn't say probably, I know it's out of date at this point, but I didn't put it up on the podcast feed because it was live on Thursday morning, although the Best Bets uh, show is up there right now if people <laughs> want to go check that out. You but the Thanksgiving Day Best Bets show, oh. many are saying it was the show of the year. <laughs> it definitely was. And I thought that's what you were hinting at in the first place, so I say you should. You definitely should check them both out, always. But the Thanksgiving one especially, it was only like 45 minutes, but that was the best 45 minutes I could listen to all season on this channel. It is. It was off the rails. It was early. very off the rails. But, that's what made it good. But not as much off the rails as I anticipated, so I think it was good. <laughs> it was a success. And, and look, you can go see. We were actually quite right on the... Yeah. On the that normally does not happen when we're making our picks, but when you got five people giving best bets, a few of them are gonna be winners. Jeff Jeff betting every tight end to score touchdowns actually worked out for him. Tight buns plays of the day, yes, that and by the way, to your point there, I actually forgot how good the picks went. So if anyone's like, ah, oh, it's the Thanksgiving show, should I go back? Go back. It doesn't have it has nothing to do. I remember all the jokes and the silliness on there that made it the best. So I, I don't know. I can go back and listen to it again myself. I don't care so much about the picks anymore. Uh let's talk about construction for a second because I had to text you i was sitting third in the listeners league going into the final game yeah uh it didn't work out well because i didn't overstack patriots vikings as a lot of people did not but it was down to a 1v1 with me and the guy in first i was in third the guy was in first there was a guy in the middle of us but we both had a defense left to go i had patriots d in my lineup i could have gotten up to the vikings and i was talking to you i was like what do i do like the vikings d as you mentioned was more optimal like when you did the optimizers it was more expensive the guy's lineup was pretty optimal to begin with like it was very clear that whoever the guy was in first place at the time was using an optimizer it probably would have spit out the vikings my lean was he probably has the patriots just because that makes sense like who? Oh, who's the good defense Who's the good defense but you were like hey it's probably not yeah it didn't make sense from his lot that's why when you text me like we were looking back and forth you're just trying to you know go off a 1v1 your d versus his d you both had the money for the vikings or the patriots I said, I got to see the whole lineup. And you said, well, like thinking, why? You have, it's just D versus D. What do we do? But that's what mattered to me. And the guy had played all the favorites. This is what you should be doing. It's a good strategy when you're looking at your late swaps and any of your stuff that you can get to higher stakes or when you're trying to figure out the last little bit there on these three gamers. He played a completely optimal lineup that was built sort of correctly or how an optimizer would spit it out. He played all the favorites. The Vikings were popping in the optimizers and the Vikings were the favorite at home. So I assume that there's definitely a chance, Pat, that he saw behind him what everyone else went with and says, hey. The guy, there's only one guy behind me who can like with our, because like, we had like the where similar thinking, builds. Yes. And that the only real difference right now, we had one receiver different, I think that it was, or two receivers different. It just ended up being five points. Yeah. That maybe he swapped onto the Patriots knowing I was probably going to take the Patriots. And, exactly. And you were watching it and people say, oh, maybe not. This is a small, it's not a, a small field, but it's a small enough field. It was where a thousand people. He was not looking further back. Like if those game stacks get him, so be it. He was concerned with what was directly behind him how can he stay up top and in front and he has to assume that you're going to go with the patriots there so with with, with the way the lineup was built i didn't recognize the screen name but i would assume playing pretty optimally and just saying what's going to happen here let me do it definitely a situation where you could have been blocked on yeah. purpose didn't end up inside the top 10 didn't so matter didn't anyway the yeah, game, which is the good all, news yeah. all the game stacks caught us so yeah. that happens when didn't. the bad news becomes the good news it's like the swap didn't matter you got blocked you wouldn't have got first it sucks to lose the money, but I'm saying at least it didn't cost you, cost you. It just, you were getting crushed anyway by the game stack. Well, once I told you as well, it's like, hey, if I just finish in third, I'm going to be happy about this. Like, yeah. I, that means no one caught me. <laughs> this is fine. 
if the decision doesn't go my way, it doesn't go my way, whatever. But the game went off. We talked a little about that too pre-show. Like when people are looking back on a three-game slate, another little piece. Just the first game, everyone thinks it's going to be the absolute nuts. Everyone stacks it. People are 40 and 50% owned in some levels of stakes. All that didn't work out. Right? I think you needed maybe one bill, if not... I think the winning Millie Maker lineup actually had zero, but I think the best lineups You need Amon Ra is who you needed. Yeah, you needed Amon Ra for sure. Sorry, you needed that piece. But I'm talking about the Bills side. Everyone loved the Bills onslaughts and everything. Amon Ra, McKenzie, mini stack was like the best combo to get you up there and everywhere. On the $20, I believe they just had Amon Ra. No bill at all. But the point being, the second game, division game, everyone thought that was the next best sneaky game. The last game wasn't ideal from total whatever the defenses, the, the the quarterbacks and cousins in primetime with no left tackle versus Mac Jones, but it's the game that went off, and that's kind of the way you have to look at it. And we everyone wanted Dallas versus Minnesota for the pace last week. There was definitely a chance that if the Patriots could get things going here and you saw a little bit more of a back and forth, it was possible. So, uh, you know, I like Mac Jones. I didn't get him together with the right pieces, but I, I thought he was interesting for yesterday's slate for the last five quarterbacks putting up 20-plus DraftKings points. And, again. and Hunter Henry not scoring that touchdown cost, cost, you, me. cost you the Mondays. Yeah, if second place, second best lineup on FanDuel was like a 12-way chop and uh, Henry touchdown getting called back was the the kicker there i saw a few of those out there it, there was the the two biggest like most tilting things of the day i think were the non because henry was not like popular popular people played henry like he was a key cog if people had mac jones stacks yes going so that getting called back the double points for jones and henry that's a kicker although you don't know how the rest of the game turns out at that point that's right uh, it's a completely new game we talked a lot of movies yesterday butterfly effect right? yeah a little a bit of, we, did, we, we didn't did, talk that one we talked was, a lot of shit yesterday we did we definitely did people Made were off the rails <laughs> it was great love it you put seven people in a room you get the drinks going and then all of a sudden people are just yelling at each other <laughs> and the bets are flying and everything oh we had some good stuff tim was there of course so had some good uh, what was his takes yesterday top yeah. five top five tony oh yeah to- tony pollard is a top five running back and in then, the nfl and then he went on to have his worst game in ages yes of course of course but he was tied for fifth with like nine other people according to yeah, everyone there's still people out there that don't believe in it but honestly i've told you this year i've never come around more to it it's just crazy oh the easiest over in the first half ever <laughs> what happens 22 and a half it lands on 20 everything that he says just goes the opposite way it's incredible to see it in real time is quite the best yeah it's definitely good there's not gonna be a goal in this game instantly scoring in the soccer yeah i knew this game would end as a tie next thing you know in the (laughs) side we got the soccer three nothing nothing or two nothing to end the game whatever it was yeah definitely yeah he's got it all figured out there was the other one too hodgins first touchdown getting called back oh yeah i know i saw a bunch of people had it it was 45 to 1 too bad our, our boy Luke Cager couldn't get it done. He was trying. He's trying to rage, but he couldn't get out of the cage. And Brock Wright? Yeah, Brock Wright. Uh, I don't like this that is guy. Where, this is where all my winnings went, by the way, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> to these idiots. Yeah, the other tight buns, as Feinberg put it, got in, but not Brock Wright. Yeah, tight buns play of the week. Yeah. But then, but then we found out that Jeff didn't have tight buns, but Cam has tight buns because he walks up hills. <laughs> That's right. Correct. All right, let's get to the optimals for the slate in week 12. The main slate, only 11 games, not... Is there any game in particular that stands out to you just beforehand, before I start looking through the optimals? Because I have a lot of interest in this Chargers and Cardinals game. Yeah, that that's one of them for sure, especially depending on the pieces. Again, you know, it looks like Kyler's going to be good to go. We'll see. But we, we've got a lot of quarterback stuff to talk about, but that was one that seemingly is getting a little more clear now that we've got to Friday. I think the Seattle-Las Vegas game, Looks like people are attaching to that because we know the pieces in it. We know it's condensed a little bit. We've already seen Seattle have some big games involved in Millie Maker winners and things like that. So Gino at 6K is popping a little bit. We'll probably look at building some of those later. And then the other interesting one is the Mahomes stuff, right? Like Mahomes pops, but 
They're at home. They're huge favorites. The total's really low, but everyone knows that's because it's a 15 and a half or 16 point spread where that attaches to all, those are all Kansas City points that you're looking at there basically. So how do they score and get there? And then other than that, not too much stands out. We've got some injury situations that will lead to some ownership, but nothing else serious from there. And it's a trickier week. Like we're doing this on a Friday. It's obviously after Thanksgiving. I doubt there's going to be much content today coming out within the industry. Maybe even tomorrow, you're probably not going to see a ton. I'm guessing you're going to see more of it pop up on Sunday morning. Yeah, That would be my guess. I'm still going to have my injury report and everything like that on Saturday. And the prize picks, if you tune into Mayo Media Network and the Fantasy Football Picks and Bets feed for that. But all the videos are up on Mayo Media Network. So subscribe while you're here. Thanks. Smash the like, too. But the injury stuff is tricky right now because no one's reporting anything. Yeah. Especially because it involves the main position. The main, posi- main position. I, I mean, I, I can tell you what's going to happen at the main position. So if people aren't caught up, Mike White is starting for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold is starting for the Carolina Panthers. Kyle Allen is starting for the Houston Texans. And this hasn't been reported. The news isn't out there. But Justin Fields isn't playing. Okay. That's not happening. And Bryce Perkins is playing for the Rams. Yeah. Uh, Fields can't go. You can't play a guy with a separated shoulder. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's <laughs> definitely the case here. So I'm not sure how you lean into that game now because it does have Mike White on the other side. It does have Garrett Wilson, who's popping right now. And you pull up your optimals, I'm sure he'll be somewhere. Oh, in the he's range. up there. Oh, he's so cheap. He's 43, 4200 bucks, something like the that. The price makes no sense, but then it's a matter of what. How does this game actually go, and does he do enough based on that? All these other factors. We got some conversation to have there for sure. All right. So the optimals right now all come from the same game. The top three. One's two are receivers, one's a running back. Do you know who the three are? It's all. Is it all from the Miami game that we forgot to mention? It is not from the Miami okay, game. Okay, I was going to say that's another situation to talk about. So, um, who else would it be? Who's who's uh... Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, DeAndre Hopkins. One, two, three. Yeah, Hopkins for sure because the injury's there too. Another spot we were going to talk about. And, but this, yeah, that's... and this doesn't have Mike Williams in it right now. That actually surprised me. I know it's got the total that goes there with it, but it wouldn't have been what I expected. And that's probably why you mentioned earlier you do have the interest in that spot. But I, I definitely see a lot more on my side coming from the Las Vegas-Seattle game. Right? You've got Kenneth Walker. You've got Geno. You've got Lockett, Metcalf. The other side, Josh Jacobs. Devontae Adams had another big game. You just see he won it in OT with the touchdown to shut it down. So I don't know. I'm seeing that game being more popular. But this is what's interesting about this. If these guys are more optimal and less owned, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, that's the thing right now. Again, with all of the delays because of the holiday, there's no ownership projections out. We can only kind of give our – I mean, we're always giving our best guess to what yeah. ownership is. Ownership projections have been wildly bad. So far this season. I mean, but they give you the idea. Like, it's going to be wrong on far more players this year than I found, like individually, uh, by huge margins, like two, three, four a week or off by like 10%. Like, oh, this guy's going to be 20%. Oh, he was 8%. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But by and large, that's like, this guy's going to be owned. This guy's not going to be owned. Yeah, I think you're, you're right there for sure. I think it's really been bad with running backs specifically. And I don't know if that's because we've had so many guys in the same price range where we haven't been getting the 10K running backs this year. It's always been like, look at all these guys in the 5 to 6 or 7K range. And you're seeing that where because of that, you're getting more condensed. And then people are saying, or sorry, more spread out. And then people are thinking the numbers are more condensed. They're just trying to be right on the ownership. But then they have a guy that gets, you know, 5% that ends up 20 
20 or a guy that's 20% ends up five. We've seen that a couple times with Josh Jacobs earlier in the season, the big Seattle Detroit week. And then we saw the James Robinson week where he ended up being like 5% on the ownership projections coming in at 22 or 24%. So little things like that we're seeing throughout the season, but I've seen it a lot more at running back. Uh, for the optimal percentages right now, Eckler, Ken Walker, Jeff Wilson, Etienne, and Jacobs are the top five at running back. When you look at points per dollar, Jeff Wilson, P. Ryan, Etienne, Eckler, then Antonio Gibson. Yeah, these are the names I'm seeing pop now. We're on getting more on the same page here, the Kenneth Walker stuff. What's the situation? I was trying to look it up this morning as best I could, but the, the situation in Miami, because I think Mostert was not practicing as well, and... I just I haven't found any new news this morning. Yeah, I haven't seen I, I went I scouring and it's all like, yeah. well, they didn't practice today, but if they did practice, they would have given them a day off. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? You can, you can say that about <laughs> anyone then. Yeah, we got to keep an eye on that one. Again, obviously, it's the best matchup of the year. The Texans, they've been getting destroyed on the ground. It has been Wilson anyway. He's under 6K. He looks good. I know he'll be popular no matter what, but I'm saying just imagine if Mostert is for some reason out then you would have even more ownership go there. We would be, we would definitely be right on that one. So to look at how we have it allocated within runthesims.com right now, slash mail for that 10% off, Jeff Wilson getting 53% of the market share of rushing to Mostert's 30% right now. And Jeff Wilson's slight uptick in the receiving market share, but Tua doesn't really check down to the running backs all that often, so I'm not too concerned about that. They have him at 8% versus 5% to Mostert, 4% for Ingold, something like that. Because they all kind of get, they kind of just, they're like, hey, here are two plays per game yeah. that Ingold gets. And he might steal a touchdown, which is always fun. Yeah. I just, with the Dolphins, I think you either play Jeff Wilson by himself or say, I know everyone thinks they're going to run all over the Texans. Fade Wilson and just go the, to a stack that works every week. I'll be doing that. That's what I'll be doing. Again, this is the funny part is that always, it's the NFL. Crazier stuff happens, especially, we're talking about the Dolphins here. I don't care how good you think they are. I think they're good. I definitely think they're a good team. But my point being is everyone, oh, they got to win by 100 here, so there's no way these guys are going to play in the second half. I just Good. Don't. Let them score. For, you know how they're going to score 40 points? Bombs to Tyreek Hill. Well, we've been waiting for that game. That would be my biggest take here is, you know, the, the peace game where he goes like that and I says, mean, see dude, you later. I mean, dude has like over 150 yards receiving in like five Oh, days. he's got great games. I'm saying we're talking about that plus the touchdowns going with it. We're talking about everyone plays Jeff Wilson this week and Tyreek swings it around on an end around for 40 to the house to get things popping. I definitely could see it with Tyreek this week, just having a massive week. And even if the ownership eventually gets there, I don't really have a problem with that. I think it's a spot that we can see again for them to get to 30 points to start the blowout where they don't go to that in the second half, because that is the only worry, Pat, right? Is that McDaniels, once he knows what he can leech onto here and do it, obviously you can run on them. So he should start with that. And I see it. But Tua just throws it, man. He's going to find his guys and get them the scores. So if that happens early on, even if we get to 30, you probably will lose these guys some in the second half. You're not going to see it, but the damage has already been done. We've seen that so many weeks where that happens. So, yeah, I, I like Tua. I like Tyreek, Waddle. I like all these guys, really. And you can play them with Wilson, too, by the way. Oh, just full onslaught. Onslaught. That's what I'm saying. That's the other point. You know, Wilson takes over and does. Even when Wilson gets the hot start, they somehow score a touchdown. Now it's, you know, 7-7 and 14-7 from Tyreek, 21-7 from Waddle. They, you know, maybe put up a, a field goal. We just keep it enough that it's close to keep them going back and forth. And again, you already got Tua with two touchdowns. The receivers with two in this example. And then Wilson doing more work on the ground. I can definitely see an onslaught here against Houston. I like that quite a bit. Optimal receivers, top five for the week. I hit on the first two. Allen and DeAndre Hopkins come in one and two. Then it's Tyreek Zay Jones. Because 
Projection models love Zay Jones for whatever reason. I don't know why. Uh, T. Higgins and Garrett Wilson are next. But points per dollar, if we're looking at it, it's Keenan Allen, then Garrett Wilson, Marcus Veldes, Scantling, Julio Jones, and Greg Dortch if he ends up playing. Dortch is only $3,100 if he goes. Because Rondell Moore is probably not going to go. Yeah, that'll pick up the steam right away, and like, and rightfully so. The guy came in and played a bunch last week and did well with it. So I, I'm always good with fading the chalk $3,100 receiver. Like, cheap receivers aren't chalk. Like, once they get to a certain point, and listen, it's not going to work out every single time, but it's not like, oh, he had a good game. He's replacing Rondell Moore. Here are Rondell's Moore stats. Copy and paste it onto him. It just doesn't work like that. I agree on the second part. I'm opposite on the first part, for the most part, because he's only 3,100. He can't really kill you, and if it allows you to get other stuff in there, and he is really just the, one of the best values on the week do, based do, on that. Do you need the money this week, though? That's the thing. You, you may not, because of what you have at the other positions and, and all that, but here's the thing, too. You talked about the wide receivers. There's already some good values there, so maybe you don't need it. When Keenan Allen is $6,100... <laughs> You might not need a $3,100 guy down there. So we'll have to see how it shakes out. The interesting nugget becomes in the fact that we're finally back. It's the first time in a long time that we're back to tight end having Andrews and Kelsey. Kittle has done a little more lately, but those main two at the top is my point where that can really set your roster apart. But problem is, Pat, we also have the same eight guys in that middle range that all can do some of the stuff we saw guys do yesterday. Yeah, but, but we don't have Fryermuth, so I, I I don't know who to play now. Like, we just go back to five. I mean, Foster Moreau is 3400 bucks. Yeah. He's just sort of my guy. No one is better at getting you two for 34 than Foster Moreau, but looking good doing it. Last week, got me a second King of the Beach seat. I don't know if you followed it at all with him, but he had zero points in regulation. Yeah. In OT, he had the 43-yard catch that set up the bomb to Adams for the touchdown. And, and that got you... That, that I was definitely not in by more than four points. I was 72nd place of 75 oh. that get in and hit the 4.3 points came from, the, or I think it was 5.3 because the catch plus the 43 yards, yeah. We should probably say you're not going to be here next week because you're going to be in San Diego. That's correct, yeah. One small break. It's like a little mini vacation. Yep. Golf just ended. The swing season's out. When I go down there, I try and do as much as I can, but typically the way it sets up with travel days. Yeah, we, sure we, anyone's we, ever traveled from Canada down say, there? You, you probably have the single farthest trip of anyone going into this tournament. Most likely, yeah, that's what Unless I mean. It's just a challenge. But the part of it is like that's the you know the way the airports are these days and setting it all up. I actually got some pretty good flight setups. Hey, what, but what's your connection? Uh, Halifax, Toronto, San Diego. It works for this time. Yep. Every other time has been New York or somewhere in between Chicago and then there. But this is a, a different setup for San Diego, so we'll take it. But it's still a long day, and then the time changes four hours. So do, do they book you first class when you go? I, we book it ourselves, so I do book for a decent seat. But the way it works is essentially that they give you a thousand dollars in travel credit. Like you, for, US, for a round trip. Yeah. That's not great. What are you doing here? I mean, I know I get paid a lot, but like, come on, DraftKings, help these people out. It worked. I I got it in. I fit it with the upgrades and everything. Yeah, you want to get those lie flat seats, though, from (laughs) Toronto to San Diego. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'll take what I can get just to get From here to Toronto, like, whatever. What I'm fading right now is we're supposed to be getting a snowstorm starting on Wednesday or Thursday. So hopefully uh, that doesn't happen. If it's on Wednesday, then might mess things up on Thursday morning when I fly out. What happens? I don't see snow in the forecast. Oh, that's what I'm reading the news and the articles as, as I see it pop up. But so, so what happens if you can't make it? Let's say you get delayed. Oh, it'd be nothing they can do. They, it'd be would they let you play or? Are you oh just yeah, out? you're still in. It used to be that because for media and stuff like that, they want to have, say that if the guy that wins is there with the trophy, they have to be able to pitch that back to like they put a lot of money into this and sponsoring it all throughout the year. They want to be able to promote the winner. 
right? With the, with the, you know, the belt for other site or for this site that, you know, the trophies, all that stuff. But they changed that because like with COVID and all that stuff, sometimes people can't make it or something. Last time I was there, someone's, uh, their, their wife was pregnant. <laughs> They're not going down when their wife's about to have a baby pop. So little things like that, where you just can't make it because of a snowstorm, you can't make it. I hosted the fantasy baseball world championships. And Paul and I were in New York yeah. for that. Uh, Jeff Collins won that year. Yeah. So Jeff was there. We got to, we were hanging out with Jeff the night before and then he ended up winning. That was pretty cool. Uh, then we got to interview him after the fact, like do the media. But I think like Chipotle Attic was second. Like, he wasn't there. Oh yeah, <laughs> D- different setups for that stuff as well. But, hey, maybe I should bring you down and we can go on Saturday night, hang out, and then Sunday. That, that's true. I, I'm one for one with the the participants that I've hung yeah. out with the night before on winning, and I, I want to get the trophy. So yeah, we'll talk. That'd be nice. I'm I'm rooting for you. I appreciate it. I think the fans are rooting for you as well. I hope so. Yeah, well, we we got the lineup through. We got the lineup. Oh the, yeah, one, we, we talked about one, that. One of your lineups, one the lineup that I picked, it got through. Well, I mean, I gave you two. You picked the one. Both would have got through. Is the good news? We were only playing. So one what of you those. should be doing is rolling with my picks. I'm on a heater right now. On apparently. a heater with these King of the Beach things. But to <laughs> clarify for everyone so they know, because you brought it up, is that because I got two in, I'm just going to count the highest win. So you'll oh. have credit of both. We're not going to. Coincide and because work that you don't want me picking one of your lineups. I, I need to pick you, both if, of mine. If you in this got spot. five through, you can donate one off. There's dunk a certain one off to there's me. a certain strategy. It worked very well last year, getting second place that I have going down there with two lineups. So I'm going to stick to that. But because you know, I said for the for the people, we would do that. I'm not going to say that you only get a five percent credit off this lineup. I don't believe in that. So whatever my highest scoring lineup is, five percent will be on the table for the people. The way it will work is if it's a top three, which is 100,000 for third, 150,000 for second, 200,000 for first, it will be a 5% free roll. So five grand, 7,500, 10 grand, where people will get a link created for a free contest. We'll build a prize structure. It'll get tweeted out. Pat will get it out there to the people as well. That'll be covered. Anything less, whatever my highest scoring lineup is, Pat and I will come up with a giveaway for 5% of that amount, right? So it's pretty obvious if I win 20 grand, we got $1,000 to give away. We'll come up with a plan to give it out. Maybe it's two people, one. We'll have a contest with it, but it's all going to be given away to a listener or watcher of this show. That's the fun in it. Highest scoring lineup of the two at King of the Beach. The links will be posted out next week. And what's the first prize? 200000 Let's go. Yeah. Let's first, fucking go. 200000 is like I said, we'll do it. How ten- about you come first and second? That'd be incredible. <laughs> there would be a $10,000 free roll. <laughs> no supply. <laughs> Just keep it, keep, it, keep it on point here. But yeah, it'll be fun. I think it's going to be a good time. I like it. I like it a lot. We got to figure out uh, now that I just I'm convinced that you're going to win. I like couldn't, it. Couldn't good mo. I asked Cus yesterday. He thought you were not going to win. So okay. that's great news for that's you. That's excellent news. That's I... excellent news. Uh, that yeah, we can try try to pump up the numbers here, doing something. Yeah, I like it. We'll have some fun with it for sure. So tight ends: Kelsey, Everett, Andrews, Higby, and Logan Thomas. I don't know if I buy this Higby stuff. He's injured as well. Like Everett, Higby, and Logan Thomas are all injured. Then you have Hayden Hurst, Moreau, like the, the regular jabronis right behind him. Uh, and then at quarterback, in terms of optimals, it is Gino is number one. Gino, Burrow, and Herbert are like in a class of their own above everyone else. Then it's Tua, Taylor Heineke, and Mahomes. And then Kyler. I don't know if I'm buying Kyler. What do you do with, uh, I know your boy Lamar is dealing with a hip injury. He had an <sighs> illness last week. He's been really bad. Feel like my Lamar, Mark Andrews, Demarcus Robinson. Like I, I gotta play a few of those lineups. <laughs> oh God, he loves Demarcus Robinson. That is for sure. Uh, we'll wait and see on the running back injury reports here. Gus, Gus practice. He's playing. Yeah, you think? Okay. Yeah. Feels like this is gonna be what happens now. Gus is back. Now it's Drake time. Even though last week I don't know if you saw like the late, the late news came out on Sunday morning. 
we could talk about this first because it relates to this same topic, but that's what happened last. So everyone wanted a piece of Baltimore's team total last week. It was huge. I played Drake. They he were at home. This is where I'm going. With. That's exactly <laughs> it. So I'm saying now it'll probably be where he goes off here because we'll have to check it down more or something will end up happening like that against the Jacksonville D. But with them on the road, et cetera, I could see that more. But that's what happened last week where everyone saw Guz is out. Let's get Drake in. That definitely cost me at least one other spot in King of the Beach because I swapped to Drake. But either way, point being, this could be a spot where you see it even with Gus back. It's not ideal. It's not like one of my favorite plays. I'm just saying it seems to be the way it goes this season. The optimizer has spit out three Chiefs, three Bengals in the optimal lineup. It's Burrow, P. Ryan, Higgins, Kelsey, Valdez, Scantling, Chiefs D with Keenan Allen, Garrett Wilson, and Jeff Wilson. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great, too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Like those are your like value yeah. plays. At, all, it all makes sense. By the position, so say, that's going to be like the, the guys that fit into the cash bills. Mixon was another guy we didn't talk about yet for where P Ryan comes I, up. I don't there. think he's playing. I don't think so at all. That's what I'm saying. And Mike, <clears throat> what the, no, sorry, they dropped Mike Thomas at, from wide receiver, but Chris Evans is who's behind him, I believe. Is Chris Evans back? Because he was, but hurt. he was he was hurt too. So even if he comes back, I'm saying he's what is he a backup? Yeah. But if, there, that's another spot, Pat, where I'm telling you, you could trust the pass game here too. That is a sneaky shootout game. Because everyone, everyone just looks at like Tennessee. Tennessee's going to grind you. Tennessee's going to play great D. Rabel at home. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But if anything, it, that means he finds a way to, to keep start, the game competitive. Exactly. And, and, get, and we saw Tannehill pick it up a little bit last week. So you could see it again here. And I, I do like the Cincinnati side. So I'm glad Burrow pops there a little. And Chase, 
supposedly coming back. We'll see. I don't know. They, they I, I don't know. With them. They I don't know about that. Yeah, they need him for. It looks like they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They need him in January. They don't need him to beat the Titans right now. They need him to beat the Titans six weeks from now, not yeah. today. And that's the thing about their offense, man, is like, especially if people are playing P. Ryan, you could, again, you could play P. Ryan, you get some some pass work, but my point is. He had three pass, receiving touchdowns last week. Of course, I'm saying, but that it, now this week when he picks up the steam, last week he was unowned completely mm-hmm. for good reason. But I'm just saying, when you go here now, you can go Burrow, Higgins, Boyd, Hurst, at least two, done. That's it, right? You're just stacking it up that way. Run it back with somebody on the other side. Traylon Burks, 4200 bucks this week. I hate that guy. Oh, you should like him this Fucking week. Fucking hate that 4, guy. $4,200. I'm playing, I'm playing Henry. Give me a break. All right, go ahead. Burrow. I don't hate that, though, for those stacks that you said. Let's let's do it. Here we go. I got, I got the building power. Yeah, you, yeah you, you figured out how to do this. So Burrow, Higgins. Let's go Boyd for this one, not Hurst. See what happens. And you're going with Higgins, and, right? Yeah. So Higgins, Boyd, Burrow, Henry. What does that leave us with? 4400 So Garrett Wilson is instantly in this lineup yeah we'll get there let's get you want henry you said right yeah so, so henry's in so now we have wilson you go double wilson if you really wanted to but i mean this might be one where we could use dorch in the flex too if you really needed to save all the money but garrett wilson 4300 bucks who's the cheap d everyone's gonna like oh it's him? gonna be probably kansas city going oh, yeah. up against la 16 point favorites at home 2800 yeah i think it'll be them maybe who, there was someone at 2300 I saw. I don't know if people are going to go the opposite side of that. Like, they'll get crushed. Yeah, I think it's the people are just going to have to pay 2800 bucks this week. I, I could go 2900 and take the Falcons. I like the Falcons, D. I just think Heineke is a walking turnover turnstile. Yeah. Good, no good, good tournament pivot this week. By the way, that tournament pivot also was part of getting me in. It was in the same lineup as Moreau last week. Remember what it was. It was... Uh, we all like Steelers, and then we swapped. Or not Steelers. I think it was Washington. Going to the Washington D. Was, yeah, was going right up there. to 3,100. Yeah. yeah, so little little note there. You're going the opposite side of it this week, going with Atlanta, but I'm always good going against Heineke anyway. But at 2,900, 100 bucks more, just pivoting here, I, I got no problem with it. So so if I throw in Garrett Wilson and Falcons D, I now have $5,000 left for a tight end, running back, and flex. Yeah, like, so you got, you got to go with another Wilson. It's double Wilson week. Or we just play Moreau at 34. You can still play him, but I'm saying I think Jeff Wilson is getting plugged in everywhere. Let's at, see. At but now, point. if I if I put in Foster Moreau, I have running back in flex 5800. Yeah, which he is 5900. He is. Uh, but if we look at the running backs in that range, let's sort by. So who is right here? You have. Well, how much is Rashad White? We didn't even talk about him. Yeah. And I think he is in a. Is Fournette coming back? Oh, we also didn't talk about Latavius Murray. Going re- up against do you, Carolina. Do you really now that, want that? I don't, he's definitely viable this week. Carolina can get beat, and they got rid of Gordon. So, so Murray is 5,000. White is 5,100. All the reports coming out of Tampa Bay are that Fournette is, might play, but this hip is like a real problem yeah. for him. That Def- definitely like he, it. He is 100% not going to be the lead. Like At best, it sounds like he's playing 40%. Geo's back, but that's not great. But if he's a bit more banged up than maybe we think, maybe there's just a game where it's like, hey, you get like your five touches. We're going to roll with Rashad White here. We know how valuable that role can be in fantasy. Just five catches for 50 yards plus all the work on the ground is huge. I'd rather take that at 5,100 over Latavius Murray and his 16 carries for 48 yards, and you hope he scores two touchdowns. Yeah, it's definitely viable. I'm with you on him. I like I call him Rachad. Rachad? Ratchet. Ratchet White. White. I like him. Yeah, that, that's a good one for him. So, yeah, I think he's interesting. I just, you know, like I said, for tournaments and stuff like that, it makes more sense. And also, 
that's one game again we're friday no one's putting the news out there but if you are monitoring i was talking about some weather earlier this is a it looks like it could be a big weather spot we'll see but you know like they said like 30 mile an hour winds and in cleveland, cleveland? no yeah. that would track actually. yeah and so if that's the case the run game definitely should be a thing and like you said if they want to just hang on to Fournette and just keep them just in case keep them fresh why not roll out our, our boy ratchet white so looking at all of that so it's like burrow henry white or murray or whatever cheap i mean i think those are the two right the two cheap running backs you can go with yeah definitely. ish yeah oh yeah they look good to me i was just trying to see what the other options were because it lands you at like 6500 ish yeah It'll land you exactly at 6,500. Yeah, Metcalf. Which gives you, yeah, Kirk, Henry. Andrews, Metcalf, Cooper, Montgomery, Ayuk, Lockett. We still don't know about Mike Williams because that's an interesting one. Because if he doesn't play, and you that's why the Chargers stack, like the Chargers onslaught is so easy because Josh Palmer is only 5,400. If Everett plays, he's super cheap as well. That just, that game, and if Rondell Moore doesn't play and Dorch does, he's 3,100. Like you can just jam guys in from that game if you want to. But with our flex right now, like who do you think is the best flex play from Chris Kirk down? Yeah, I was definitely Kirk down. Uh, I was looking at Keenan Allen. Sixty one hundred is free on this slate, but don't know if it'll actually work out that way. But I definitely think it's a really good price just to to put a guy in there like that. But I don't know the you know the other thing is what about Pacheco in this spot? Like I, why would they not just run him all second half? And he's I been agree good like man that's a mid tier pricing of everyone's at fifty nine hundred ish. With those guys, we're down at 5K, 5,100 with those others. You can get Pacheco and then just flip in the Kansas City D because now you've got a stacked running back with it where that at least could free up some of the ownership. Maybe people aren't going to do that as much. And then you sort of land on Keenan Allen. So if we throw in Pacheco, for example, with Rashad White, we can do one of two things. We can improve White up to Jeff Wilson if we wanted to. Because he is, we can go up to six thousand. So we could have Cordero. We go Damian Pierce, Cordero, Jeff Wilson, Drake, Mostert, Gus Edwards, P. Ryan is fifty six. Foreman is still fifty five. Foreman's actually quite sneaky. I yeah, think he, this week because he's he, interesting this week too. He, for sure. he will garner zero ownership because P. Ryan's just above him. Jeff Wilson is right there, and I think people will end up liking uh, Rockad White at fifty one hundred <laughs> or Latavius down at five thousand. So that leaves the two guys in the middle. You have Foreman and Michael Carter who are just sitting there. And if Gus is back, like Gus isn't a terrible play if he plays because he's going to get every goal line carry. Yeah. Uh, again, another good one there. I, Gibson is also 5,400. Like, is this the week that no one uses the high-end running backs? It feels like that. Yeah, I, I guess Henry could get a little love in this spot, but with Eckler and McCaffrey, just McCaffrey hasn't really shown it, right? Since he's got everybody else there, he's doing just enough, but he's not... You know, the first game when he did every touchdown, okay. the, the in, hat trick, of course. In, but. In, in three games with the 49ers so far, did he play against Kansas City? I can't remember. McCaffrey? Yeah. Yeah. He or No, how did it work? He played... He played like on a limited basis in week seven, I feel like. He played a few snaps. His first game? Pulling it up here. The now. last three, the Rams, Chargers, and Cardinals. He yeah, he scored. played the Rams and did this did his thing, got the 40 draft yeah, He had points. 40 points, 17 points, 17, 17 points. Yeah, and he yeah. hasn't really done anything. <laughs> it's still yeah. pretty impressive. Well, yeah, and he's not playing any snaps. Like last week, 38 out of 58. The week before, 46 now, out of 71. But they're to use him when he's out there. So, In fairness to McCaffrey, like the first half of the Monday night game, he played like all of the snaps. Then they were just up by 30. They're like, eh, here you go, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. It's not like he was splitting in the first quarter. Yeah, it's always the, it's just the challenges now is that this is the thing. San Francisco, San Francisco used to be 
a team that was a little bit more condensed. Now there's just so many options. Mm. And they're doing fine. Like Eli Mitchell looks good. McCaffrey, we know what he can do. Kittle, Ayuk, Debo. Jimmy's been showing up a little more because now he has more weapons to work with. So it's like there is other options that they can go to there. And that's what the challenge is with McCaffrey at 8,800. So what would you do here? I, like I have Rashad White and Isaiah Pacheco in right now. There's legitimately like five to eight running backs in the $5,000 range you can play this week. The, that's the thing. I think that's without... Filling it out completely, that's just what it comes down to because I've just put like five different options in that actually look okay to me, right? Like I said, if you if you want to go with the... I can improve Falcons D to Dolphins D. So how much is the Dolphins D this 3900 Yeah, that's a lot, man. I know. Against Houston, I might play... I could go Foster Moreau up to... Well, I guess probably don't want to play Kyle Pitts. I, I think I would play the Denver D at 3800 versus Darnold. Yeah. Someone who's actually going to be slinging it around and trying to get his job back or whatever. I know it's not going to work, but you know what I mean? He's going to be a guy that actually wants to throw the ball around. And then, I don't know, man. Can you play Lat Murray with the Denver D? You could. That works. Like, that fits. Yeah, I like that. I as long as you don't use Pacheco or you take out uh, – if you take out Rashad White, you can make that work, no problem. Well, one thing I was going to say, too, I also don't think I like Moreau as much as you. Okay. I think that uh, – just I don't know. Just like I said, it's kind of like – Everyone likes Juwan Johnson this week. Let me see who else is in that range. I had it set up this Hurst, Juwan Johnson, Evan Ingram is right there. Yeah. You think Tower Conklin gets a bump yeah. with, with Mike White? Definitely a possibility. I was going to say he's another guy. 3100 too. Pretty fair price. With Garrett, again, that's the other thing. We've seen this work. I talked about it multiple times this season. Just the cheap quarterback with the tight end. Forget Garrett Wilson. I get it and why he's so cheap. and everything, But that's everyone's going to play him for that reason. We've seen... The, the wide receiver chalk bust. My example with you earlier with Dorch was 3,100. I didn't finish my thought. I was going to say, I, I don't like playing the high-priced, expensive wide receiver chalk as much. We just saw it yesterday on Thanksgiving slate. Diggs, good game. Guy that's much lower owned, Jefferson. Same Better price, similar. Massive game. Doesn't always work, but you can see why that can be a thing. Like, they're all capable of these huge games at any time. So, with the cheap guy, just don't care as much. But Garrett Wilson is going to get piled onto, almost like some of those guys did last week. Okay, so let's say I take Foster Moreau out, and this is still a Bengal stack that we're working off of here. Burrow, Higgins, Boyd, Derrick Henry. Can I throw Austin Hooper into this as well if I think this game is going to score a ton of points? No. 3000 bucks. Don't care. Just try to chase every touchdown on this game? Trash. I'd rather play P. Ryan in the flex and go 4-1. Okay. And do what you had where we landed earlier. I think we were pretty close to that build. Let's get out of what we were at. We went with Atlanta D. Right? I still have the lineup up here right now, and it has it's it still has sixty five hundred dollars for a flex. But what was the, so the original thing you gave me though was Moreau. Here I got it now. I got it. I got Burrow, it. Henry, White, Higgins, Boyd, Wilson, Moreau, Falcons D. Yeah, I got it. So it's back to what it was. What I was saying is, if you want to do this, you don't have to, but you can go with Moreau, like you said, and then go Pirine with the Atlanta D, and it lands you on six thousand, which is Jeff Wilson. At 5,900. So instead of Rashad White. Yeah, you just get out of there. But again, you can do whatever you want with the 5,700. You can put Wilson up. But I I just meant if you were stacking that way and you want want this game just to go off, I would just get the four Cincy guys, the one Henry, let him do all the work on that side, get all the guys that are going to be used with no mix and likely on the Cincy side. And then you've got other guys just to fill out the roster at the bottom that are good value plays. Interesting. Sorry, I'm dying over here. But do, I, do, do I just, instead of going with P. Ryan, can I just swap out Moreau for Hurst? That too. Like if we're going 4-1. Definitely. Yeah, if you think it's just going to continue to come through the air, that puts you back to what, 5800 I get, well, it gives me $6,600 for a flex if I still have White in and I don't use P. Ryan. 
That's right. So I'll go off Wilson, go to White. So you can have up to James Conner. But you can have Chris Olave now as well. Here's one thing. That range could be good for tournaments, but I, I don't like landing there. I want I want Kenneth Walker at sixty nine hundred. How okay, do we get so, that? So let's try to figure out how to do that. Let's oh, put God. in Kenneth Walker. We need to find three hundred dollars somewhere. <laughs> no, we just go could, back. Could here. we? You no. had it, Pat. You had it. What? You you go play, you you leave Rashad White. You go to Kenneth Walker, and guess what? It lands you on in the tight end. Three thousand. Back to your guy Austin Hooper, and get your five man game stack. You so, love your so, three. So uh, yeah, I mean, I thought you were talking me out of that. I, I don't I'm like good. it. I'm good with that. I don't like it, but I know you'd love it. That's why I went back to it because it's just a spot. Zero dollars remaining. There we go. <laughs> just it, what you wanted. If there was a like, if you had to, Jag Saints Rams Texans D. If you had to save the money there, which one would you go with? I think I'd take the Saints. I take the Jags take just the Jags. and hope that Lamar continues to struggle. They're on the road in Jacksonville. I don't expect. I think Baltimore should win this game handily. All the times I've thought that this season, it's not been the case. So they struggle, man. They don't have a lot going for them. It's just the way it goes. They're still pulling out these random wins. The argument against Baltimore is that because now they're likely to, they're in great shape in the division again. But the argument against them is watch what they do the first round of the playoffs. A team like Miami or someone is just going to take them out instantly because they're uh, not see, good see, enough. I, I don't buy that at all. I, I think that would actually flip. Yeah. I think the common consensus is if Baltimore gets themselves in, they're a really tough out, whereas Miami's sort of like a fraudulent team in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily believe that. Yeah. But I think that's more of the common, oh, when it gets cold, two is going to whittle, and they're going to suck. Which yeah. I, listen, I don't think they're going to be putting up 490 yards of passing offense when it's minus 50 in the middle of January. But I think that their offense actually works really well in the cold weather because it's all just timing and short passing and misdirection and running. Like, it's not like Tua's taking seven-step seven step drops and bombing it every play. That's not how this offense works. Yeah. And you get the offense in the cold with slippery conditions. I mean, we've seen Hill play in the cold. He just makes one guy miss and gone 90 yards. Yeah, everyone's got the same thought there. It was like Miami beat Baltimore in that game to start the season. Remember they came back? Yeah, they came back. Baltimore was crushing them. Yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore's D also was not available in the second half in that game. Their whole secondary was out and didn't play the snaps because there was guys that they rushed back from injury. And following it quite a bit, being a Ravens fan, that was the one thing I would say about that. But yeah, another note quickly, Pat. Two who, down do, who do you like better, Demarcus Robinson? Just 1v1. Demarcus Robinson or Garrett Wilson? They're the same price. Garrett, Garrett Wilson. I, in the spot. It's just it, it's 4300 bucks. The guy is, could be a wide receiver one mm-hmm. in the slate. I definitely like him more for it, DFS. Is Elijah Moore viable now that Mike White is back? Mike White loved Elijah Moore. He liked uh, Corey Davis might be back this week. He too. liked Michael Carter too. Actually, yeah. checkdowns. But it, but the problem with Mike Michael Carter is like I I have to start Michael Carter in my season long fantasy league. I'm actually not excited about it. But it's <laughs> like, do I start him or Donta Foreman? It's like, well, I'll start Michael Carter because he might catch eight passes in this game yeah. with Mike White back. But when we're talking about it from this slate. Like I like Foreman there, by the way, if you're setting up your league. I don't. I don't like. Just, I would. Just play him. He's better. I, uh, let's, let's see who I actually have to have. I might. Uh, I've lost all my guys. Yeah. I have McCaffrey and ETN as my top two. And then I only have one spot for Foreman or Carter. We're going to get dislikes if we keep talking season long. So we got we to gotta move it back. I, I like uh, one other note I was going to say to you, though. When you asked me about the cheap Ds, I just saw it. Was Las Vegas defense as pure leverage to Kenneth Walker, Gino, all those guys. I mean, it's definitely a viable spot. They're, they're, they're just so, so bad. bad. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's just you're all you're doing is leveraging a spot where everyone's on the other side. They, they're they putting up positive points. Six last week is, you know, not the worst for 2600 bucks, but I think you just find a way to get to Kansas City at 2800 or your call with Atlanta is great, and no one's going to go there. I think it's an awesome pivot. 
So number one, the best. I didn't realize Kansas City is actually third in adjusted sack rate right now. Yeah, they're they're a good spot here at twenty eight hundred bucks. Tampa's right? also in a really good spot. They're just more expensive. Yeah, the Jets are also a good deal this week. Yeah, I do like the Jets at thirty. I mean, that might be as high as I go. The only thing I was going to say is Denver up top. You and I do this segment. People love it. We talk about it. That's one where we're like, okay, Darnold is not just your third string guy that they're going to set up a game plan just to run it all game probably. No, he'll sling. He'll try his stuff and, and get to slinging it around. And that's where you can find a spot. So I like that a little bit better if you're paying up versus people will see, okay, Houston's got Kyle Allen. But that to me is like, they're not going to, they're going to be down. So okay. They, so even if they're down, do you think they keep running? Miami, you can run all over them. Yeah. Should we think about Damian Pierce? He's God, pretty cheap. This guy's so bad too. I know. Lately, lately, again, he's good talent. But I mean, for what he's been doing to us, that's just, again, if that's the, the sentiment of the public, I don't hate it. I was going to say, though, we tried out this cheap wide receiver last week. I still see him popping a little, Pat. Nico Collins. Man. He's, how much, how he, much is he? He got another seven targets last week. He's got back-to-back weeks 10 and 16. Before that, he had an 11 and 11 and a 6. He's 4,100, I think, still. They didn't bump him. Yeah, there are some reasonable plays at receiver in the low 4,000s this week. We talked about Zay Jones, who the optimizers are going to like. I don't like him, but that's me. He's $4,600. Landry in a pure catch-up situation. He scored a touchdown last week. He's $4,400. Mac Hollins is the receiver, too, for for the Raiders. He's 4,400. I like Demarcus Robinson. I like Garrett Wilson. You like Traylon Burks. You like Nico Collins. Marcus Valdez-Scantling is a way to get access to that game at $4,000. Julio Jones, if Gage doesn't play, we've seen him be involved in this Bucks offense, especially if it's like, you know, if yeah. it's not 30 mile per hour wins. Like there's a lot of cheap guys this week. That's the thing. And it's a little bit different than last week where we were begging for cheap guys, just trying to make them work. I feel like this week we just have cheap guys that can work. So you'll get back to that build. But at the same time, like you said, that's where I think it all goes to quarterback or, you know, at least these higher end $6,900 running backs versus as many of those five low K guys. I think you mixing those in will make it different. And the it's easy to see the swap build here where you just load up with these expensive wide receivers and just drop down at running back to the guys you're comfortable with. The Whites, the Wilsons, all, all those guys in that 5K range that we talked about. You can get to the 6K guys with how these wide, cheap wide receivers set up. Demir Bird? God. <laughs> Every single week, man. 3100 bucks. Yeah, now we're getting tagged on Twitter every time he gets a catch or something. People just love this part. This guy is just, oh, man. I don't know. Uh, they don't have Kyle Pitts anymore. The only reason I bring up Atlanta <laughs> is, like, Zacchaeus, Drake London. Yeah. Like, are any of these guys viable or just no? Like, just yeah. scratch... Is Atlanta the shitty version of the 49ers where now you're saying like, hey, the 49ers, the ball could literally go anywhere on that team. I kind of feel the same way about the Falcons, but they just have guys. Yeah, technically and, true. I, I mean, this is Especially the in their backfield. It's it's like Cordero. Like, Cordero doesn't get a punt kickoff return touchdown. He's fucking useless last week. London back-to-back games with a touchdown. 4,900. And it's I'm time looking. to feature. This. I mean, it's time to go to your guy. It's late season. Who gives a shit that you haven't been able to get it to him? Throw him 20 times. He's your dude. Like, just get him involved and get him rolling. I, I don't know. It's not going to help you. You're the Atlanta Falcons. But why not do that when you already have another guy down? You may as well keep it rolling. So so I want to build a Lamar stack. Of course. Of course I do. Lamar, Demarcus Robinson, Mark Andrews. Who is the jag that you think has the best chance of success against the Ravens? Is it Christian Kirk or is it Etienne? Probably Etienne. Getting a little bit healthier. I don't know. I think if they get down, he might catch 45 balls. 
Definitely not that, but they're, they are at home, right? I know they're underdogs and stuff, but I'm just saying maybe they do. They're, they're going to start out that way. So to me, at least that's worth the shot to see if you can get it going off the top. So we can, we can build it out. So yeah. Lamar, Etienne, Robinson, Mark Andrews, $4,900 per player. I don't, I, I'll use the chalkiest of chalk defenses with the Chiefs in this because no one's using Lamar this week. That's right. I, I don't really care. So now we have $5,400 for a running back, two receivers, and a flex. We can use one of these cheap receivers and go up at running back or just continue to pile on these like mid-tier running backs. I really want to try out this secondary stack of Nico Collins with Jeff Wilson. Okay, so let's do that. Because Jeff- if you're not playing... So here's my thing too. We like, or we at least talked about liking, you know, Tua, Tyreek, Waddle, those guys. If you're flipping the build and not, I think you still want the Miami piece in there. And then, like I said, at least Nico failed last week for most people, so they'll probably be off him. But at 4,100, you could set up that secondary stack and you still have over 6K left per spot. You could also go, you can play double double move here. So let's try to galaxy brain this one out. With my $5,800 left, I could go Ken Walker and Matt Collins. Who else do you have in there that I don't have? Well, actually, I have $4,800 here. I have Lamar, Etienne, Wilson, Demarcus Robinson, Nico Collins, Ken Walker, Andrews, Chiefs, D. Okay. And I have $4,800 left for a wide receiver. I have Lamar, Robinson, Andrews, Mm -hmm. run it back with Etienne, Mm -hmm. with Jeff Wilson. And Collins. And Nico Collins. And the Kansas City defense, right? I threw in Ken Walker. Oh, Ken Walker. So $4,800 left. Yeah, we're good. Okay. $4,800. Who do we like here, Pat? I mean, you can do Matt Collins at $4,400. Like it's that the entire range we just talked about: Garrett Wilson, Matt Collins, Jervis Landry, Corey Davis, Traylon Burks. Or do we just play Donovan Peoples-Jones to get another week of what did he do last week? Seventeen. He got the touchdown at the end. Yeah, man, the guy's just on fire though. Seventy-four, seventy-one, eighty-one, ninety-nine, and sixty-one yards. Five, four or five catches every week. Touchdown now. Last week finally gets involved that way. Going against Tampa. I don't know. It's tough, but um, I think the more that I look at this, the more I'd rather play Christian Kirk. Okay, let's do that. Then, let's then, pop out ETN. And we'll put in Kirk. And what about have, Zay Jones? Well, I mean, I, I don't want to break the slate. Ten targets. I don't want to seem like I'm cheating <laughs> using Zay Jones. Oh, you're going to love this build. <laughs> Just do it, and then you'll see. Or I do, anyway. Uh, well, I still have Ken Walker in at the moment. That gives me $5,000 for a running back. Lat which Murray, is, baby. Which is Lat Murray. That's the build. It's the best projected so far that we've done. Is it? Yep. And that's crazy considering, like, it has, it, it's Lamar and Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, two percent Lamar. <laughs> yeah, just saying, like that. That to me stands out a little bit. Let's go. Do we really like Latavius Murray? We don't, right? I do. You do? I think it's just again, it's cheap, so I, I'll have some interest, but we'll see. I, again, what I like about what you're saying is maybe the the public is saying ah, I don't really need to go there. All I'm hoping for is the, is the volume at 5,000, and, man, it doesn't take a lot to get there. So 17 attempts last week and a touchdown. Oh, he'll get all the goal line work unless, like, uh, you know, future Hall of Famer Marlon Mack, who I'm pretty sure is the new Christine Michael. Just every time he pops up, it's like, oh, man, Marlon Mack, here we go. So here's my argument. Yeah, Marlon Mack. Here's my argument on this then. Someone said it yesterday. I thought it was really good. I forget where I saw this, but they found out. Like, they were basically talking about Ramondre Stevenson. And they talked about how he was like Rondale Moore, but with all the carries, with 15 carries. Because Rondale Moore gets seven targets, mm-hmm. sucks, but this guy actually gets targets, is as good good with him. By the way, he had 76 through the air last night. He didn't get there on the ground, but he got he got seven attempts. It wasn't a it's, lot. It, it was a classic McCaffrey game. Uh, yeah. That was a classic McCaffrey bad game. But now, to flip it to Latavius Murray, to me, he's Jamal Williams for 
500 bucks cheaper because he's going to get all the goal line work, plus he might get 17 carries. And, and with, Williams doesn't get that. And without Chase Edmonds and without Melvin Gordon, he might backdoor his way into four catches for 12 yards or something. Anything on top is extra, but I'm saying when you if you're going to look at a guy and play him for, oh, he could get you two touchdowns, but that's all he gets you, that might be what stacks his points. But if he gets 17 attempts, you just hope that he does something with them in this matchup. So I, I definitely don't hate him at, at that price point. So we've built out Burrow and Lamar. So Can we far. do real quick one with this? Because I just want to see if it'll boost us. Yeah. Take out Kirk and go to Zay Jones. Oh, my God. If they're down, Pat, like, he can get those targets again. Then why wouldn't I just, like... He's 4,600. Why wouldn't I just use, like, uh... Well, because you want to get off Lat Murray, you said. Well, I don't need to get off Lat Murray. Okay. And here's... We could do it. We could play double tight end. I'd, I'd rather play Ingram than Zay Jones. Evan Ingram. I was trying to see if there was another guy Since down Since he's there. essentially a receiver. All right, go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. We'll, we'll leave that. But I like the build we had there anyway, so we're good. Do you like – well, let's, let's, would you want to build a Kyler or Herbert? Herbert. Okay, so let's go Herbert. Herbert and Allen. That makes sense. Yeah, we want to find a way to stack the chalk that we think is good chalk, like a guy like Keenan Allen, so we go with it. Now, do we want Eckler in this as well, or do we want Palmer or Everett? This is assuming there's no Mike Williams, because if Mike Williams plays, it kind of blows this up. Let's do Palmer and just say it's through the air. Okay. And I'm not expecting this is the same as I always say, but the disclaimer, I know we're not getting the 34 points from Palmer again. I'm not chasing that. No, but I'm he's 5,400 bucks. He's 5,400 bucks. If he gets me 20 and Keenan Allen racks up 20 himself and then they each have one touchdown and it goes to Herbert with that, plus maybe Herbert sneaks one in or something, you have a good stack here for a good price. Who's the bring back? It's got to be Hopkins, right? Yeah. Or is it Connor? No, it's Hopkins. Like, the Chargers can't stop anyone on the ground. We're, we're Yeah, and we're also trying to say, look, we know everyone's interested in Keenan Allen and Hopkins, etc., and they pop up in the optimal, like you said. How can we just stack it up to make it so, again, it doesn't matter what we're doing because we're already adding lower ownership through a stack and other plays. So I, I like that setup. So and you still have $4,700 $4, left. $4,700 left. Would you throw any other Cardinal in here? Like, if, if Rondell sits, would you play Dorch? What's the Ertz situation? Ertz is out for the year. That's what it was. Yeah, sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't remember. Trey McBride. I yeah, was Trey McBride say. is there at tight end if you really want to. How much is he? 3,100. Yeah. Feel... God. It's not great. I think he... I remember playing him in Showdown. Yeah, and all the snaps, four four receptions. Like, he's 3,100. It's interesting, at least in a game stack. Because Chargers, too... What, uh, Char- what Chargers good against tight ends, by and large, when they put Derwin. Uh, unless you listen to Cust. Yeah, but didn't... I mean, it's Kelsey's a whole different story, but he just lit them up. Yeah, but Kelsey lights people up. He does. But Trey think... McBride isn't Travis Kelsey. He's not receiver Yet. one on this team. No, he's not. But I don't want to play Dorch is all I'm saying. Okay. We don't have any wide receiver spots left anyway, so I'm good with him. No, no we don't. To... But instead of Hopkins, like, do you, like, would you have any interest at all in James Conner? No. I would have no. more interest in Trey McBride. Really? Yeah, because I want the running back is just so loaded that I want these other slots. Like but... we said, Murray, Walker, Etienne. Pirine, Gibson, Wilson, and some of these aren't good, but I'm just using examples that come ahead of James Conner in this spot. Okay. So Herbert, Allen, Palmer, Hopkins, that's where we've started off. $4,800 left. Where to next? Let's go back to our, our KCD. Okay. Let's go back to the running backs that we like. We talked about Ken Walker. You like Rashad White. It could be, listen, I'm not opposed to Latavius Murray, but I do think this is a week where I wouldn't overcommit to any one of these guys. But the move we always do, and I agree, and others should do this when they're hand-building out like this or trying to set up their own setup, is I would go with White 
And then if you find out you need the hundred bucks, you can go back. You, you're or not if really you have... settling for Latavius Murray. He's definitely still a good play. It's just you chose you liked White. If you need the hundred dollars, you can find it without busting up your whole lineup. So that's how I would build it. Tight end and flex is all that's left right now. Do we have any like correlate? Oh yeah, perfect. Go go Moreau across from Walker. Moreau across from Walker at thirty four, and that gives us what fifty something for one of those mid range running backs. Ride with with Latavius out. Oh wow, best projection yet. There we go. See, Again, we're, we're, we're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. And to me, this is a good one, Pat, because this is what I'm saying. Are these guys owned? Yes. This is what we talk about all the time when people are watching. We have some pretty chalky guys in this lineup. We definitely it, do. But when you see the bill, people are like, oh, all the chalk got there. Did, really? Are people playing this exact stack with Palmer and Allen and running it back with Hopkins while having Rashad White, Moreau secondary? Like You're using the chalk in a different way while still getting after a very nice lineup that's correlated and makes sense and can find its way to the top. I love this lineup, by the way. So. You, you know, in terms of your projections, I know the Chiefs probably project out pretty well, but what if you went from White to Murray, Chiefs to Falcons? Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Now doing what we said. These were these 2v2s coming into play, yeah. First day on the new setup, I apologize that I'm bouncing around a little bit, but I want to get it right, so let me go check it out here. We're going to go to Lat Murray, and then it leaves me the 2,900. I've got it sorted properly now actually projects just about the exact same, 0.2 in the difference. And that has way less ownership. Just taking Chiefs D out. Yeah. You're, you're swapping out what, say, a projected 10 to 20% defense for a 0 to 4% defense. Yeah, it's, and, it's good. And I would bet White and Murray probably. You think Murray or White will be more popular? Murray. For sure? I think so, by the end of the week. What happens if Fournette gets ruled out? Then Does White become the highest owned guy on the slate? <laughs> Yeah, the the other thing I will say too that ties into it, I, I mentioned already with the weather there, but if that if the weather gets blown up a little bit more, then that could be a spot where people just say, oh, all they're going to do is run it. So if Fournette's out and the weather stays high, why, why would they just not run the ball? That's what will be the common sentiment here. So I, I think he could pick up some steam as well. So Lat Murray, just trying to look at how this would work out. How much are the Browns D? 27? That's another way you could go to off Chiefs D. Go down to Browns D against Tampa. At home, bad weather. They might end up facing a bunch of rushing attempts, which would not be ideal, but no one's going to use the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 care for them too much. But the You pivot. would prefer the Falcons? I would prefer the Falcons. I've been teeing off on this Heineke guy all season. It works <laughs> any, anytime he's in. So he literally averages over an interception a game, I believe, over like a 20-game sample. It's insane. So so that, that was Herbert. I feel like that one's just easy. Yeah. And if you wanted to overload that game, you could get pretty crazy with it pretty quickly. Yeah, some, sometimes easy works, as we saw last week. I said both would have got in, but I believe when we were building out the Daniel Jones one, we were like, he's just too cheap. It's a good spot. It's a good matchup. We can run him with this. We do the secondary stack of that. Boom, we're done. And it worked. So definitely like the Herbert one. Who, who else did you have there? I thought you had one more that you wanted to I, I had two that I really wanted to work out. Um, I mean, we can do a – I mean, we're, are you going to play Brady? Because I'm not. Don't think so, no. Like, I think I, if I was going to take my shot at a lower own type guy, I'd take it with Lamar. Yeah, the reason I, he, the only reason I hesitated, so everyone knows in case I get there by Sunday, and you can follow my free stuff. It's yeah. on Sunday yeah, well, on the Run Pierce you Sports have, YouTube. Have, People have, are always like, oh, you said you weren't going to play him on we, the. We don't even have all the information yet. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I was going to bring it up is he's a pretty good squeeze play in the sense that if people go away because of the weather, he could throw those short passes to Evans and Godwin and those guys, even Rashad White. And then on top of it, he's right between Geno and Carr in that game all right so let's do a quick build of gino yeah let's do a gino build. do you prefer gino or car gino and a couple reasons one 
I don't love Moreau as much, like I said, on the other side. It's just the way it's setting up right now. And then on and top of it... You can use Jacobs. You can use Jacobs, definitely. I love this call. So yeah, we can start it with that. But what I was also going to say is... I would probably want to be leveraging the Kenneth Walker, even though you can play both. It's a way to get different and just play both. I just like when I'm doing this. It's a, it's like a naturally contrarian thing. There's two ways to do it. One is either add Kenneth Walker and do that and just double it that way because most using Kenneth Walker think Aren't you can't Gino. use Geno, so you do that. Or you leave him out, not because he, he, he got eight targets last game or something. Like, he's definitely a guy that should be in your stacks. But I'm saying when you're leveraging against it by saying, okay, let me go Geno Lockett Metcalf, you're also filling up wide receiver spots correlated, but you can't get the quote unquote best plays in the wide. You can't get Keenan Allen and Garrett Wilson and this, a third one, because you only have one more wide receiver spot and a flex. So if you do it that way, you build yourself completely unique while still being correlated. And that's why when you're jamming in the chalk running back plays after you do that, people are like, oh, it's just got there because of a Geno stack and all the chalk running back plays. Did you use up all your three wide receiver spots with two Seattle guys and Mac Hollins in an example of another stack of this lineup? Probably not. That's why it gets there and people complain about it, but that's just theory 101. Like you're, you're building it that way to get different. So Geno, Jacobs, Metcalf, Lockett. I think is the yeah, chalk, yeah, yeah. is the chalk the stock I'm, skeleton for this build. I'm building it. How much does that leave us with now? Uh, Forty seven hundred. It's almost exactly the same as what we just did with the Herbert stack. Okay, so let's try and stay similar for a second to what we just did. So Chiefs we, D. Chiefs D. We do have to get different at tight end now because of how we set it up. So, but there's other options that are down there. Like you could use McBride. You could use Evan Ingram. I, I objectively like Evan Ingram as a solo play. At $3,200. I, li- I like what jo- you said with McBride, though, because we're kind of going against our last lineup. Can we go McBride and Keenan Allen to keep Keenan Allen in there at cheap and have that as your secondary stack as just PPR guys? They're just going to uh, rack yep. up targets. It's DraftKings, right? We're going to rack up those PPR targets. That leaves you $5,800. You can, you can smash two of those guys in the middle tier. You could go Jeff Wilson and Michael Carter or whoever the hell else it is. Monster, P. Ryan. You could go P. Ryan and Jeff Wilson if you really wanted to. Uh, or you could get up. You know who is oh, not. Yeah, there you go. Do you know who is not going to be owned this week? That I think is a good running back play because he was an excellent running back play last week and it worked even without Fields. I think David Montgomery is still a good play against a bad Jets run defense. Definitely don't hate going back to the well in a spot where it failed for everybody the week before. It didn't fail. He scored like 22 points. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I shouldn't say that. He did get 20 DraftKings points, but it, w- it was not going well, and people were not happy with the outcome until everybody else dudded and sucked. So that's where last week with that type of slate, that low scoring, of course you're going to take it. But So what you could do is go David Montgomery and one of Latavius Murray or Rashad White or use Jeff Wilson like the world is yeah. going to be doing. Good good spot, good play, whatever it is. And then you can use uh, P. Ryan if you wanted to. The, the reason I went with it, it projects better. I just checked the, the other, but just going P. Ryan and with Wilson. With P. Ryan, Wilson, Allen, Kansas City D, it's kind of a skeleton of what we had in the previous. Just to give the people the numbers, this projects like seven or eight points less than what we were hitting with the other one. Okay. So and per- so again, we'll wait and see how ownership shakes out. That to me, if it's only five or six points off and it's way less owned, then by all means, but I think Geno Smith stacks are going to be higher owned than what we just saw. Well, we'll wait and see how it shakes out. But I think this lineup is a way to use it still. Like we still have the Arizona um, Chargers game in there with McBride and Allen as a different setup. And also McBride is a pivot off of Noah Fant and off of Will Moreau, yes. who are right in the same... Uh, in the same stack in the same game so that's another way you're doing it differently don't sleep on people use not using austin hooper either at three thousand. 
People are definitely not using him. I don't know if he'll be asleep and knocked out right away when the game's over and you have zero points for him. But Hooper is the worst because he can always be on Twitter with the old double zero for his his last name. So Austin for, Hooper with two zeros. For sure. But he has, since Tannehill has been back, he's been far more involved in the offense. Yeah. I do agree with that. We talked a little yesterday here at your place when we were watching football games when the, when the top five running back situation came up. <laughs> oh, what about Derrick Henry? Oh, yeah, he's up there. We get it. But with him uh, definitely being more, he was involved in the pass game previous to Malik Willis. And then when he goes out and Tannehill comes back, he got targets again. So just to note with Henry, he do, he has been more involved in the pass game this season with Tannehill. You've got Traylon Burks. You've got Hooper, who you're happy with. That, again, goes back to our original stack of that game. It just looks good, man. Like, it's a good spot with a total that doesn't look right. I like the over for that game anyway at 42.5. I feel like we never try to build out Mahomes ever. Yeah, it's true. So if you had to build out one here for us to finish this off, Mahomes, Tua, or Mike Wilson, or Mike White? Ugh. We can do two. We got time. Yeah, we got lots of time. I, I'm not worried about time. That's just uh, the reason I don't build Mahomes because I don't play Mahomes on DraftKings. He's always the most expensive on the week, the given week. The stack options are who, plentiful. Who could you bring it back with? Like you can't. You just don't have to. If anything, you could just build a uh, Mahomes okay. onslaught. So let's do that. Let's try Mahomes. Let's try a Mahomes onslaught. Do we know if Juju's playing? Not yet. Questionable. And we know that Tony's going to be out. So you have like your Justin. Watt. How about we just make. Let's keep it simple here. Let me. Let me they never hey, built I, an, a full onslaught on this show. What if you just did Mahomes Kelsey, and then just tried to fill up the rest of the lineup? I'm saying I want to do crazy. I want to do okay, Mahomes so Kelsey, the obvious, and then I want to do Watson. No, I want Pacheco and the Kansas City D. I, I. That's the whole point: is you get Kelsey there early, and then the D and Pacheco take over. That's okay. what. That's how you build the onslaught. You can stop it at these four, by the way. But I know Pat. We can. We can add. A wide receiver, but this would be my other example. To the previous to what I just said, why I love something like this and no one does it, is we build this like this. We have all three wide receiver spots open. We get to pick at least one of those running backs we like, if not two. The way this is set up, we have 5160, the best average we've had remaining after four players yet. If this got there, Pat, with just all the chalk pieces, it would be super contrarian because no one's building this four-man Chiefs, and people look at you like, oh. Obviously, this loser played just the Chiefs stack, Kelsey, Mahomes, and then just put all the chalk in there. I can if I want because I have. it's a totally different build than everybody else is using. So who are the guys you like the most at 5160 here? See, I, I went the other way with this. I'm trying to get myself back up. And I threw Garrett Wilson and Keenan Allen at receiver. I like that. That's where I was going to go. So we're good. So, so is there an Arizona guy that we like? Don't Doesn't have to be just yet. Okay, the, so... The Jets, though... We have three spots left, right? Running back, wide receiver, and flex. And I have $5,100 left. Do we want to go to Montgomery as the secondary stack? We could, but now we need to find a cheap receiver. Okay. So this is where it could be your fifth. Who do you like of the Chiefs wide receivers? MBS, I guess. He's 4000 Yeah, there's two. Sky Moore and Watson are both 3000 Yeah, do you trust any? Like, no, I, and they'll be likely splitting time if Juju comes back. So... Because Juju MVS and then those two. But we don't, we don't need to do that. We could go down to 4,000. You could use your boy Traylon Burks. He's, I already got it. I already he, found he's it. He's right there. You could use Corey Dino. You probably don't want to use Corey Davis. Jarvis Landry. He's another one. Nico Collins, your guy. You need, then we can use Jeff Wilson. Uh, you can't get there. We're 100 bucks short. We can. Uh, what is it? Well, I was, was going to go back to the standard Wilson P. Ryan. I thought we just had the standard fill-in. So mm-hmm. it was Wilson P. Ryan, Wilson, Allen, MVS. 
Wilson. I don't know if there's a $3,900 wide receiver that you like. I was, I was just trying to get to like the same idea to see how it shook out against the other builds. But, but I mean, we can use MVS. We don't need to use Piron, and we can use one of the other running backs who are right there. Yeah, who's a guy? Who's someone at 5,500? Oh, you could use Antonio Gibson if you wanted. Or like, Foreman. Yeah, Foreman is 5,500, yeah. Like Foreman works with this. It's funny. I like Latavius Murray more than I like Foreman. Okay, so let's do him. Like, let's take. What if we take Jeff Wilson out? Because what, you can do. Or what if we take MBS out? What's forty five hundred dollars at wide receiver? Not much. Well, what if we try to put Montgomery in? So Montgomery at sixty four. You need that. You. It's what you said. You need that cheap receiver. You can get back up to Lat Murray at five thousand. Then you have four thousand. That works. David Montgomery, Latavius Murray, and MBS. Does it work? Yep. Oh yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, that, that's what we want here. So yeah, let, let's do that. And it's MBS. And let me tell you, I'll tell you what I got. MBS is in. I bet you that does not project out well. Surprisingly, it's only five points less. Really? So there you go. With five Chiefs. Correct. And no one will do this except people watching the show. So there you go. That, that's my point, though. That's again, everyone said that's a horrible lineup. Like, why'd you do you? You played all the chalk, and of course, Mahomes stacks got there. Did you play five? Chiefs like us? No. And that's why I could play what I wanted to in the other slots. You can get different still in other spots. You don't have to just pound the chalk in like we did. I'm just saying when that that's happens. That's how we're filling out our When lives. people keep saying all the chalk is hitting, if we think it's the good chalk and it ends up being that way, we have a different construction around it. So that's where the difference comes in when building these lineups out. Okay, last one. Tua. Okay, pretty easy. Tua. Uh, I hear this guy Hill is pretty good. Yeah. So we'll throw him in. Uh, Wattel. Uh, and Nico Collins? Yeah, definitely. That's how I would build it, just to see it, right? Especially like this. So, so that gives us $4,600 remaining. So it's under our previous setup, but we'll be able to pick it up elsewhere. So uh, we can go back to some of the guys we've been on just to see how it shakes out. So Chiefs D. When we had uh, Moreau in there, you can do that again to get... Uh, you go, You don't want to get back in those types of games with the Chargers and the others. So if we just start there with Kem Walker... Oh, can we use Ken Walker in this? If we go Walker and Moreau, we probably can, right? You still have the 4,900 average for the last two spots, and you like a 5K guy, Lat Murray, so it leaves you 4,800. Yeah, that's not enough for Drake London, is it? No, 100 bucks shy. I mean, we don't have to use Chiefs D. Like I said, I don't hate Browns D. If it, if that's the difference. Of what? Yeah, I was just saying, what do you want to get to, though? I don't know if there's I mean, much more can... at 5K. I think we need to adjust somewhere else. Okay, so... Maybe it's not Ken Walker. Maybe it's David Montgomery and Garrett Wilson, and then now then we could do Tyler Conklin. I just well, but you're you're playing the lineup to leverage what others like. People are playing Garrett Wilson. And okay, you liked, okay, well, if that's the case, then why can't we go McBride, Keenan Allen, tight end flex, and have two running back spots? Yeah, you could do that too. I was just looking at one here. Let me just see how this projects. So this projects the exact same as the onslaught we just did. Mm-hmm. If we go. Tyler Conklin, David Montgomery, and you land on P. Ryan because P. Ryan with mix and out will become popular. Mm-hmm. If I take out P. Ryan and Conklin and Montgomery and switch it to what you said, which was McBride. McBride and Allen, then you can go. Which Lata- I like. Yeah. Then you can go Latavius Murray, Jeff Wilson if you wanted to. Actually, you don't want to go Jeff Wilson in this. McBride. Who's the other guy you said? I. Th- it was McBride, Keenan Allen. Oh, yeah, Keenan Allen. He's He's good. So we'll go there. But you could go Latavius Murray P. Ryan, Rashad White P. Ryan, something like that. Yeah, or you just overstack it again. 
See, this is another one. I would have no problem overstacking this with Jeff Wilson. It actually projects two points better than what I said with P. Ryan and them because Tua, Waddle, Hill do their damage. Wilson gets involved in the mix and then takes over. And then, yes, Nico Collins is getting all the targets coming back. And it's what I talked about just a moment ago. You used up your wide receiver slots on Hill, Waddle, Collins. You can't get any of those other guys we've mentioned in there. And yeah, you still played Allen in the flex with McBride to get a piece of that game. Lat Murray with the spot that he's in. So what? Give it a shot and the chalk defense, but you have another good lineup. So yeah, it actually projects even better than what we looked at before. Interesting. We've had some good ones today, I think. Yeah, you can get up to 5,300. Like James Robinson is there. You probably don't want that. Rashad White would be the other one, like I said. That's the other one that I would try to use. Well, you know, let's just see what it projects for. I'm just curious now. If we take out Lat Murray. And then I can get rid of Chia. I can get rid of Lat Murray. No, you just go to your D you want at 2,700. You like Cleveland? Yeah, I was going to say, I I can get up to Falcons D Uh, in that lineup. For for what? For Chiefs D. Like I just had extra money left over. I didn't have any money, but I played Jeff Wilson. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying. But it also is for the wrong guy here because I don't want to play White against the Cleveland D. So I, I like White against the. Yeah, you don't want to play White against the Cleveland D. But if you played White, you could get yourself without Jeff Wilson and yeah. he's P Ryan. You can get yourself up to Falcons this. D or lower three thousand dollar D. This one projects about five points less. But if you played Rashad White with that same sort of onslaught four one. You could play the Vegas D because you're already saying in this lineup, no Ken Walker, no Geno, no Seattle mm-hmm. guys. You may as well just leverage them. Like that's where I would do it. So yeah, good good builds there. That one projects less. I like some of those. What, what do you think your favorite one was of all of them? Well, just let me try to look at this one again. You said Conklin. I, I just want to see what that one looks like in front of me. Conklin. Yeah, if we change. So we take out, what, what would you be t- taking out? Both running back spots, everything starting over? No, no. Leave the four guys from 3-1. Leave the 3-1 and go with, Conklin. Montgomery. See, we can go Montgomery, and we don't need to burn the. We don't need to go Conklin because theoretically we could go Garrett Wilson, right? In the flex spot. Here we can yeah, go Garrett can Wilson. Too. Now we have forty seven hundred dollars for a tight end and running back. So you can get a tight end that you might like, correlate him with your running back if you wanted to, or just go two independents here. And you can yeah. get up to almost whoever you want at running back. Like, if you went Moreau, Ken Walker, I think that actually works. So, Moreau. Ah, no, it does not work. You'd have to go, like, Moreau. Ken Walker. Pierce. <laughs> or whoever the hell is. Yeah, that does. I just don't like what that leaves me with now, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're looking at a. The one thing I will say that at least stands out from it, I don't like that as much and it's not projecting well it also doesn't work it also doesn't work what i'm trying to do no that the i mean even the idea if we took out ken walker and just did your uh montgomery with wilson in the flex you can definitely find a tight end a running back that fit it we can we can finish it just for the sake of doing if you put in um go back to the conklin one for a second because that's the other thing i was gonna say too one note that's been i know we're only 11 weeks in but i mean that's a lot of the season but the tight end has been correlated in a lot of the millie maker winners so going to Conklin when you don't have Wilson in here because you've used up your other three wide receiver slots is kind of unique. Going back to the well on Montgomery, what you know, just to do it when most are looking to pay down. If you go to like a Lap Murray, a Kansas City Chiefs D, it lands you on fifty six hundred, which is P Ryan. Okay, so you can go Montgomery, Conklin, P Ryan. Yeah. And yeah, and Latavius Murray. And you can play that. You can pick your D. I'm just saying it lands on 2,800, which is the Chiefs. But you, now you have your three wide receiver slots used up with Tua, Waddle, Hill, run it back with Collins. You've got a Montgomery, Conklin secondary stack, running back tight end. You put in Lat Murray, P. Ryan for the spots that they're in this week, and it lands you on the chalk D, which is fine because 
the build is a little bit different. It still projects out pretty good. You know, it's just about where we were at with our um, what with our Geno build, I guess, is where it projects out at. Yeah. So looking at that, I think the Herbert one just stands out as the best one that we built. Far and away for me. Yeah. Not just. I mean, it's actually not far and away on the numbers. I just personally like it the best the way it it, it built out with the pieces that it had. Okay. So I like that one. I like the Lamar one that we built, weirdly enough. I think that projected out well, too. It did. Yeah, surprisingly. That's why I wanted to do it this way this week. We haven't been doing this every week. We're actually getting the numbers on them. But I thought after last week, Pat, where we were basically using them and saying, I'll use them for the King of the Beach, that it would be a good way to do it where we can get some numbers behind it and see how people are thinking when they're going through it and what you should be looking at and how you should be taking that into consideration when you're building out your, your own builds. Looking at potential one-offs in some of these games, I know we talked about Latavius Murray a ton. If you were to correlate that with anyone, DJ Moore is 5000 bucks with Darnold, and you think they're going to be slinging it. Definitely an option and good reminder on the fact that we're, um, you know, Moore is down as a wide receiver one to 5000 mm. That's pretty solid. Again, you got to worry about Sertain and what he's got on the other side. Sure. But at 5000 do you really have to worry about it? I, I don't look at that stuff nearly as much. I care about if someone's extremely high-priced or something like that where it could affect it. But, you know, not in this spot for me. Rashad White, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Rashad White, David Njoku, if that's the way that you wanted to go. Yeah, I like this game, actually, by the way. People do this little back and forth on the mm-hmm. secondary stacks. What other one you got? So we talked about... Drake London McLaurin. Drake London, Antonio Gibson. London, okay, if we're going through Houston, Miami, I like my favorite is Wilson. But we, but, but we want to stack that game up though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying in general. I liked your call there that you just had. Lap Murray, DJ Moore. I think that one's good. I like London could, Gibson. Could you go definitely Foreman Dulcic? Yes, actually. Like another another good one. Way? Flip it. That's cheaper too. I like that one actually. We didn't talk a lot about our guy Dulcich, but I, I do think... He's another guy that just was so close last week and it just didn't happen, but he was actually getting the air yards, the targets, all the stuff, running the routes on the the snaps that he had. So I definitely like him. And then I like the London Gibson one. I want to talk about that because you brought that up. I thought that was a good one. It's cheap enough on both sides. Gibson may go a little bit overlooked just because we named all these other guys around him and it's just he's in that sort of area. What do you think the chances are that Gibson outscores P. Ryan? Definitely high. Okay, then all those P. Ryan lineups, we just switch them to Gibson. Like, now our lineup is completely unique. Yeah, higher than expected. I shouldn't say, like, he's the nut. It's probably, like, go-to, it's probably, it's saying, probably like 55, 45, 53, 47. It's good. I, would have, I would have no problem if you wanted to pivot there. Yes, that, that's what I would say. And I like the London call with that uh, secondary. Chicago and the Jets is a tougher one, but it's Montgomery, Conklin, or Wilson, like we said, probably. Mm-hmm. Don't love the passing game. I don't think Fields is going to be back, so it's going to be a, a challenge. I, I also think Carter is viable in that game. I do, too. So I'm with you there. Uh, Elijah Moore, if you want to take that shot, like you said, maybe they finally work him back in. I don't I don't really think you need to risk it, but just in case. Uh, Tampa Bay is white with DPJ. Or Njoku. Or Njoku. Baltimore and Jacksonville is ETN, Kirk with Andrews or Robinson or just stack it up to be different like we did. We, we didn't talk about this, but the Bears D is $3,200. Mike White has eight picks and four starts. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're <laughs> I, know, I know their defense is bad, but... Whew. So I, I have them tagged up. They're 3,200. Though Them and the Jets at 32 and 3,300 are the two that I like there, either side of that game. Like I said, up top for me at 3,800, it was the Broncos. Broncos. There, I like those two at 32 or 3,300. Again, if you need the 100 bucks, just drop down from the Jets to the to the bears and then going down to the bottom. We talked about some of the ones we liked down there already. So yeah, 
that that's the range this week for those. Good news. Oh, so a, a bunch of injuries just piled into my timeline. Let's run them. So here we go. Uh, Mixon not seen at practice on Friday, so he's probably not playing. Yeah. Um, Ken Walker is good. Oh, great report. Th- thanks, Denny. <laughs> Via Denny Carter. Breakaway confirms he's a big play machine. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not. A film grinder, but I, I do watch the games. Could have told you that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doug Peterson says the recently acquired Daryl Henderson is not playing. So good news for ETN. He's always going to be out there. Uh, Corey Davis set to return. Okay. AJ Brown. I guess we don't care about that game. Uh, that's it. <laughs> okay. Still good though. Yeah. The the ETN side of things with Henderson staying off after they claim, claimed him off wires, and then that Jets situation gets muddied up. A little bit more if you're... Ta- Terrace Marshall's injured as well for the Panthers. Oh, okay. DJ Moore. Or She Smith. Yeah, She Smith. I, I, I don't know. I would go with Moore at 5,000 and just try and play it that way. Uh, Logan Thomas also not practicing. Interesting. Didn't talk a lot about that game. But I just... don't love that game, weirdly. Like, I think I liked individual pieces. Yeah. I liked what you said. Like, London Gibson could make a lot of sense. And that seems to be it. Yeah. I think that's mostly it. We yeah. also didn't talk Niners at all. Yeah. Do you like, is it just too, it's a lot like the Chiefs, right? It's just Same too spread things. out. Really, really spread out. Yeah. You'll have pieces get there, but will you be saying, oh, I needed them on my lineup this week? I don't know. Yeah. Do you like, if you just had to rank, like what's the correlation in this game? Ayuk, Olave? Olave, yeah. Jarvis Olave Landry, Debo? Yeah. Kittle, Olave, if you think somehow it stays close. Think about Kittle is in the blowout. He's likely done. Right, there's yeah. not you know not going to easily. Although they did last week, yeah, in a blowout, he sort of started it too. But yeah, I, I agree. So yeah, like that's where it makes it a little bit tougher. Nine and a half point favorites at home. You could look at it there, but I, I don't see much else in those other two games. That's why we didn't probably spend as much time on them. But we've talked a lot about Chargers. I mean, the last ones we didn't hit, we game stacked all of them. So you've already heard our thoughts on Cincy, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Chargers in Arizona, Vegas and Seattle. We just talked about the Saints and the 49ers. And the last one we, we built a whole onslaught was with the Chiefs and the Rams. So that sort of rounds it out. Uh, worst pass defenses over the past month per DVOA on the slate. Chicago, Vegas, Jacksonville, the Rams, and Miami. And then Cincinnati. Yeah. Good, good spots. I mean, you know couple things I just heard there is like the Mike White stacks. If you, we didn't do those, but if we, t- I mean, I mean, you take the shot. You can take the shot with Mike White or you take your shot on Tannehill. Exactly. Pick it, your spot. I was going to say that stood out because that's one of the spots. And then also Miami, you mentioned if Houston, some that's where like, Oh man, Miami's going to blow them out by a million. Maybe they do. Hopefully, you know, I still think you can get there with your stacks, but if for some reason they can keep it just a little bit close, then that makes those stacks even stronger. So the Tua type lineup that we built earlier could be really good. Five worst run defenses on the slate. The Cardinals, Browns, Chargers, Chiefs, and Bengals. Yeah, we, we have good matchups there. And we don't know. Like, obviously, there's no Daryl Henderson, but I have zero faith in any of these Rams running backs. That just seems like dead money. Yeah, and I don't, you don't probably need to go there. We mentioned all those other options. Some of the guys that we've been talking about have those matchups that you but just mentioned. Are they even cheaper, though? I, I I have no idea how much Cam Akers is forty nine. They're both a hundred dollars less than Latavius Murray, who we know is getting the ball. So yeah, I, I don't see going there. I will. I mean, I will say you'll have late swap options if you are on Kenneth Walker. You're in the afternoon slate, so you've got guys that you could go to there. Jacobs, I guess if you're if you're in the afternoon on those guys, Pacheco, Camara, Pacheco would be the bigger one if you're there. Camara, yeah, we didn't talk about him at all. That's it's a tough spot. Yeah, I, I just think you know, looking at it, like I said, if you were on Pacheco in the blowout and you're behind you could find swaps but i I don't know if you'd want to go to the other side because what are you going to really gain i want to build out one more and not start with a stack 
just out after reading that list of guys just because there's so many cheap wide receivers this week this lineup is going to be terrible by the way I'm okay. just, I'm just tell me what it out. is and i'll just fill it in uh eckler and james connor to start okay just that game goes completely tits up in the passing game they run the ball 35 times each and the ground game absolutely dominates okay. and those are the two guys who are getting the ball all the time and now we don't need keenan allen we don't need hopkins we don't need mcbride herbert kyler anything like that can that work all right so what what else you want to put in here i don't know that's just the thought that came to my head <laughs> so can, can it work is that like a mike well, White? well you're paying up for both so now do you want to go like a white garrett wilson conklin that's what i was thinking and i think i'd rather yeah let's see who's who are the cheapest quarterbacks we can theoretically build around here i'm just thinking if you want to put any type of projection into it then you get Okay, I guess he's $5,000, so that doesn't really make a ton of sense. But Bryce Perkins might run for 100 yards against the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> like, if people were playing Ellinger, this guy actually seems like he can run. And they I, have designed I would, runs I would for probably him. just play Mike White and hope his guys carry him along, though. Yes, I think that's probably – and he's cheaper. Yeah, 49. It's only 100 bucks. I don't care about that as much. It's just, like, you, you could actually get him with pieces that he pulls along. and they So, look- Garrett Wilson and Conklin at tight end. Do you want to use – Montgomery in the flex. That's what I was thinking. Montgomery in the flex. What do we got left here? I mean, we have $5,400 remaining for two receivers and a defense. Yeah. Who who are some of the, that's the problem with these mid tiers though, but who are some of those mid tier wide receivers? Drake there? London and Terry McLaurin. Then we have 5,500 for a defense. Yeah, no, you don't need, who's the guy at the top you'd want to get in here? I don't know. We, we didn't it's even, not going to be Hopkins. We, we didn't even really talk about up. this, did we? Well, we talk. We've it's Hill, it's Waddle, it's Adams in that game stack. Higgins, it's all the guys we were on. I'm saying in this lineup though, who who do you like for setting it up? Because you end up with like T. Higgins, D.K. Metcalf, and the Chiefs. Waddle. Okay, Waddle. We throw in Waddle, or you know what? We could even throw in Debo. Get screw it. No Debo. One, I don't think anyone's going to use Debo. Do you? No. So here's a great. Okay, here you go. This finishes out the lineup. You put the chalk Chiefs D. It leaves you Debo and Olave secondary stack in the same there we game. Go. Projects about twenty points less than anything. We've uh, of done course, all day. yeah, of course but, it does. <laughs> yeah, but good example of we'll see how this does against them. I'll probably put this in like a twenty, a ten max uh, or something like that, a twenty max where I use these ten lineups or something just to see how they do. But this is where I'm saying I think you sacrifice way too much. Looks cool, it's fun, it does make sense and correlates. People look at this and go, oh, but if this and this, listen to the, what you need to happen. <laughs> Yeah, it's correlated, but you need Olave and Samuel well, okay. to go you, you off. Need, like, you need the no. Let's just start with the the big point of this lineup. You need the Jets to score points. Yes, which is already uphill <laughs> battle, but at least you, it makes sense if they get there because you have Montgomery setting the tone and then Mike White coming back. But you need him to put up a big game, and then you need Connor and Eckler to go back and forth, and you need Olave and Debo, the perfect two in both those games. This is where even though this is a four game parlay. Right, it's a three-one stack. It, it, it's actually it, it's four it's four same game parlays parlayed together. Correct. That's <laughs> what I was trying to get to. You got the one with the game stack, the two secondary stacks, and the defense. Those four things need to go right. You need the pinpointed exact to go right within the secondaries, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, where it's you know it just makes it tougher. So it looks good on paper, but it's probably not a good lineup. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking at it. It doesn't even look good on paper. It makes sorry. It makes sense on paper. <laughs> sure, but it probably doesn't look good or do well. Poor guys. Mike White, five touchdowns. Now you'll be changing your tune. Oh, we'll see. We'll have it in something that it pays off. All right. That will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience.
It's a fun one to talk through. I think there's a lot of options this week. There is. This is going to be a fun week. Uh, it's definitely, we say this every week, but it's you know, a good tournament week. It's not like last week or the week before. The week before was different. Last week was where we couldn't find values. We were just trying to make them up. This week, we have them back. So you can pretty much do whatever you want as we've displayed. I also think that means that no one gets overly, not that people will be like, no one will be popular. Ownership's more spread out. But like with the Jeff Wilson stuff, it's probably him or P Ryan, especially now that Mixon is out. Not knowing if Fournette's playing or anything like that. Right. But I was I would guess that those are the two quote unquote chalk running backs, just because they make yeah. they make every lineup work. Garrett Wilson is going to be owned super highly owned. Yeah. But I would, when I say super highly, I mean like fifteen to twenty percent. Maybe he inches above that. But we just listed off six other guys around him that you can pivot to if you really wanted to. You can get off him. Yeah, it's no problem. And you can get off any of the. You can get off any of these guys. I heard it when I was saying Sheesh. it. I mean, you can if you want, I suppose, if they're willing willing to consent that's to your, that. Yeah, if that's your thing. Uh, however, I just think there are so many. Like the, If you have any sort of lean, I think, with any expensive guy, play him 100%. Yeah. Because like, if you think Derrick Henry is going to smash, just play 100% Derrick Henry. Because you can make that work. You can get, you can like you said, when you have the balanced ownership, at least in a lot of places, you can get leverage very easily because you can just play... 30 to 40% of the 15 to 20% guys, and you still have plenty of room to go elsewhere. But if you can get on some conviction this week and tighten up your pool, that's going to be the best way to do it where you give yourself the most chances if what you think is correct. Gibson over Pirine is interesting to me. You might need both. You might need both. But we, I mean, we were talking about all those Jeff Wilson builds with Latavius Murray. Yeah. Like you can just use Gibson instead of Murray or Wilson and use them with Pirine. Yeah, some of those are going to break out as a little more owned as the week goes on. But like you said, there is more options. There's even some in the 6K range. There's some uh, at the 55 and $5,100 range. You've got 5,500 guys. You've got all those options that we just haven't had as of late. So we'll see how it actually makes things go. But we, we built a bunch of stacks that made sense and looked good and project decent. So lots of ways you can go this week. you got to pick your poison. And we built one lineup that doesn't project well and I guess theoretically makes sense. But as a long shot, that will end up being the best lineup. That's how this works. I would bet it doesn't land in the top five. I would also bet that, but you know, we'll see. I lose a lot. So yeah. you want to do the opposite of that. Good news is King of the Beach, by the way, not in studio next week. Before yeah, King that of the Beach. always works out well for that you. That works out well as, as another thing there I just thought about. So I, cussed I need, against me and that situation, this could be very good. I need to get a guest next week to fill in for you. Big T available or is he in King of the Beach too? He's not in, no. Maybe he'll do this. Maybe he'll do this. Yeah, we can we'll just end up him. talking about the challenge the entire time. I can see that. Yeah, had a five-minute segment in there and then cut it off. Yeah. I, I, maybe I'll phone Raza. I haven't talked to Raza in ages. Yeah, I have neither have I. i got to wait, I guess, for the golf you got to wait for golf season to come yeah, around. Yeah, majors, But yeah, it's good. All right. I'll do it. Pat Mayo Experience. Playing the Listener's League at Toe Tag and Tambo. Timbits. Tidbit. The Timbits. The Tidbits. <laughs> coming out on Saturday. They'll be included in the Mayo Media newsletter as well, which you can sub to down in the description. And what was it? Turkey? Turkey 50. Turkey 50. Run, runpuresports.com. Use promo code Turkey 50. It expires on Sunday. I didn't say that earlier, but I should note, won't be another uh, promo code till the start of the new year, if that. And it's any monthly plan, 50% off to get in. All sports, one price. All right. You can follow me at the PME. I mentioned the Listener's League. I mentioned runthesims.com slash mayo for 10% off. Not 50% off. I'm not giving it away like he is, but 10% off at runthesims.com. All the optimizer dfs tools all the betting tools are up there right now no content comes along with it all completely customizable smash a like on the way out as well and we'll see you next time
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.